0: Hi, I'm and Fenn. Hello, this is Christabel.
1: Hello, this is Michael Horse. I'm Amy Shields. I'm Mark Frost. Hi, I'm Kimmy Robertson.
0: Hey, Ben, this is David Duchovny.
1: We have a beautiful, beautiful book, Twin Peaks Unwrap the Book. You can get up bluerosemag.com. Supplies are limited. Uh, get this bad boy while it's hot. want to say we're under the 300 mark for these books. Yes. And then yes. once they're gone, they are gone.
2: Our thinking would be that the book would be gone by the end of the year. I mean, I don't even know if it's going to last that long. But the idea was that, hey, this is the 30th anniversary. Like, wouldn't it be cool just to have a book that could be available to really diehard Twin Peaks fans? We recommend you pick it up at BlueRoseMag.com. Thank you for your interest and for your enthusiasm and, and keeping Twin Peaks alive. But, will you tell these fools
0: I'm not crazy? Make them listen to me before it's too late! Listen to me. Please Listen. If you don't, if you won't, if you fail to understand, then the
2: same incredible terror that's menacing me will strike at you!
0: From city to city, an incredible hysterical panic spreads. As the unimaginable becomes real, the impossible becomes true. Stop and listen. Stop and listen to me. Listen. Listen. Listen to me. They're not human.
1: to this week's edition of twin peaks unwrapped i'm your host brian kazask beside me is ben durant and ben today's show we're gonna have someone interviewing us for a change
2: yeah we kind of, we always partner up with a 25 years later site and that, i thought it'd be fun to have uh, twin Pete's on hi pete hey guys and I think what we're going to do is we're going to have a joint show, right? So we're going to have this show, and we also go to the 25 Years
1: Later site and read Pete's article about us. us. And there might be some bonus stuff on there, bonus content. Sounds great. Uh, uh, we'll be talking to
0: some of the pod people, uh, and you're our next uh, participant. So thank you very much for uh, joining 25 Years Later site in all of the ways that you do. Um, engaging with us and helping us. And um, so I've got some questions for you that um, may be a little bit different uh, than you've had before. Let's get right to it. Um, how has your friendship grown as a result of Twin Peaks Unwrapped over nearly, I guess it's three years of weekly podcasts? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So over the last three years, you know, Ben and myself, we've known each other prior. I used to do college radio at the school he works at. And that's how I met him. Um, And Ben was always supportive of our radio show. Uh, I did that with another friend of mine. Um, And Ben would always come out and hang out with us. He was always supportive and we became friends that way. And then when the big Blu-ray box set was gonna come out, you know, we've told the story a million times, You know, Ben sent me a text. Hey, I know, you you know, because I was doing a podcast at the time. He's like, hey, I would love to do a Twin Peaks podcast with you. Um, The rest is history. But I think, you know, we knew each other. We were friends with each other. But I think doing the show over the last three years has definitely, we've been closer. We know a lot more about each other. Uh, You know, we've shared hotel rooms with each other. Uh, Long flights together. Um, right, like almost a day in the airport. <laughs> yeah, a day in the airport, uh, our flights getting all messed up, um, and somehow we didn't kill each other, and That's I think bad. we've become better friends, and um, I think we know each other's quirks, we know each other's strengths and weaknesses, and I think we always compliment each other.
2: You know what's interesting is, like, I don't think I had your phone number before we did this podcast. Like, really, I guess I texted you, but like I don't...
1: You did text I
2: texted you, but I don't remember... I guess it wasn't regular. It was one of those things, like, I would see you and say, like, hey, you know there's a video game coming out, and we might talk about a video game, or you yeah. have something. But it wasn't... I definitely... It wasn't every day, and it was very... Uh, it wasn't a regular thing. No. And then once this thing came out, it was like almost every day we're <laughs> texting each other. And it's not always about Twin Peaks. It's about just whatever we're interested in, movies, TV, video games, and yeah. things like that. And, yeah, I definitely think of you as, as a close, a really good friend, and I really enjoy hanging out with you. And uh, it's one of the things I look forward to in the week is, ha- is doing this show. And <laughs> I don't know. I just have a good time. And I'm always amazed three years later you're still doing this show with me. <laughs> so,
1: I know. You're like, Brian, how the hell? What I, happened? Yeah. Why are you still doing Doing this.
2: But I, I, I mean, yeah. So there's definitely a closer friendship through this, through this uh, show, and I, I really enjoy hanging out with you, every week. Yeah.
0: How have you each changed as Twin Peaks, David Lynch, Mark Frost fans? As your podcast focus shifted over the years from that veteran newbie rewatch, and now you guys do interviews, analysis, roundtable discussions, uh, um, community rewatch, unseen Twin Peaks, all of that. So how have each of you changed as fans?
2: Well, I mean, it's such a that's such a broad question. I mean, as a fan, I've changed because I I've gotten older. I mean, I was 15, 16 years old when I first watched the show, and as you get older and you, I have three children and like I I I th- I almost feel like I sympathize with the Palmer family even more and what they had to go through and like as a child I guess I'm just kind of like oh that's scary and but now you kind of look at well these are these are characters that have gone through terrible things and you kind of I sympathize and then I think it's horrific and I guess I my. I feel how much more real it is once you have your own family, mm-hmm. how like tra- the tragedies and the difficult things and, and these things that the, even the town has gone through. So I guess I kind of look at Twin Peaks different than more of just like, oh, I want to see what this mytho- mythology and Cooper. And I kind of look at like, wow, there's these real people out there that have gone through heartbreak and how do they struggle? And they, yeah, so I mean, that's part of it. I think
1: I've changed through that. So I would say for me, uh, being, um, getting into, David Lynch, Mark Frost, and uh, the Lynchian world—it's um, made me appreciate um, filmmaking and and television making a lot more. I you know I love odd, quirky films. I love the odd, quirky TV shows, and Twin Peaks is something I always wanted to get into. I think getting into Lynch's work and appreciate has made me, um, I'm, I'm watching current shows and older shows now and just seeing the influence of his work and Mark Frost's work as well, um, influenced filmmakers and TV make creators right now. Um, and I think that's awesome. And it, I think sometimes you have to go to the past to appreciate the future, you know? And I think uh, getting to Lynch's work is like a history lesson. Um, And it makes, it just broadens your horizons about different things and elements and it makes you appreciate it more because you know where it's coming from. Whereas before I didn't. And now I really see the influences and I think that's a work of art and it's like an, it's an education. This podcast was an education for me and I'm sure a lot of fans who listen to our show. And I think that's what I've changed.
2: Right. And I think for me too. It's sometimes I get so inspired by other people, and I, I think I've say this before that I'd rather be a producer for the show. Like I don't even know if I want to be in front, you know, be in the front here talking. I love the idea of hearing other people. I love, I mean, of course, John Thorne, who he 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 comes on the show show and he inspires me and he makes me think of this world differently. And then all these different people from twenty five years later, site like, you got you guys, you writers, like they all have these creative, great ideas that I had never thought of. John Bernardi and his like. Early Earthquake uh, uh-huh. Time shift thing and it's like I still think about that regularly. I'm like it's like yeah So it's like I think w- what I change as a fan just hearing from other people and inspiring it inspires me And it makes me relook at Twin Peaks every day
0: Yeah, I want to follow up a little bit. Uh, it seems that over the last 20 plus years at least when Cheryl Lee um, You know gives an interview she always makes it a point to talk about how the the events around Laura Palmer's life and the tragedies and the horrors um, you know, that happens to people in real life. And I think it, it's it's really important for us as we as we get older uh, to not just look at the uh, Twin Peaks as an escape mm. uh, from from reality. It's it is the reality. And um, I think back to um uh, I forget what, what the, the original tweet was, but, you know, somebody said something about, you know, what does Twin Peaks, the, the new season, really mean, and I put, you know, something that I thought was you know, really heavy duty and said, um, it's about the passage of time and, you know, how we can't get that back and how we have to, you know, live our lives, um, you know, to the best of our ability and what we can do and uh, it got a like from Mark Frost and I was wow. like okay you know like uh, yeah. um I, I think that that you know of course everybody has their own their own takes on on what's actually happening yeah i think though an underlying theme if you want to talk about that is is the passage of time and how 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 we you know it just slips away from us if we're not careful and back to the original point that that Cheryl Lee and you know you just brought it up then that um, we, have to, we have to look at these through different lenses now. We have to look at these through yeah. um, our lenses as parents and that now that we're older. Um, it's, 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 I think, um, as important as it ever was, maybe even more so. So um, thank you for that. Yeah. Um, speaking of lenses, uh, I, I look at the Diane podcast as looking at Twin Peaks, David Lynch, and Mark Frost through the lens of anthropology and folklore, hmm. uh, counter Esperanto through the lens of the weird and the eerie. Mm-hmm. Now is your turn. Your turn, okay, guys. Twin Peaks Unwrapped looks at Peaks, Frost, and Lynch through a blank lens. What kind of lens do you do you look at look at it through?
1: I would say the communities lens because we have we've had so many voices we've invited, and to piggyback on what Ben said, he likes to produce, but I I kind of see this show as a reflection of what people are posting online or talking about, and 25 years later or any blog post, um Maya Scott all these people um, I think our show reflects that back on to everybody and it gives them um, a megaphone a podcast to talk through because I think we love having people on to talk about their points of view and what they're doing so for me I would say community
2: I agree I do agree with that I think I, I if you hadn't said that, I was thinking of, like, a microscope. Because, I mean, we always have these, these comments like, you guys go into the weeds. I, I can't remember if that's a compliment or, or uh, a complaint that we go it's into a It's a double-edged sword. It's a double-edged sword. That we do. We, sometimes we go really deep in and, like, okay, we got to get the script. And we got to look at what, what could have been. Or, mm. you know, we do these things where I was really fascinated with, supposedly there was an actress who was going to play Diane. And that was debunked. But I still want to go down that road and say, like, well, that was... Covered on entertainment news and stuff, so let's talk about it. Yeah, so I, I like to. I think part of it is when we do our own shows, we're going through this microscope, and then a lot of times where you're right, we have this megaphone for the community. Yeah, um, it's a it's a service that we all
0: appreciate, and I do believe that you're not alone in wanting to know about the actress who is <laughs> going to play. <laughs> my, uh, um, and I do believe that, in in light of the. I'll put it in quotes, events, because who knows what what's real and what's not. But that the events of season three, I mean, it takes on a whole new meaning now too. Yeah, uh, it, you know, what is Diane? Who is Diane? Uh, and it's it's a it's a whole it's a whole lot different now that season three has come out. So it's it's, uh, both the microscope and the the megaphone uh, are perfect uh, ways to describe that those type of hmm. of lenses and approaches. Who are your uh, Twin Peaks and non-Twin Peaks social media and podcast favorites for content, inspiration, and support?
1: I would say for Twin Peaks, you know, um, everybody I've met, which would be a laundry list. But, I mean, John Thorne, Scott Ryan with the Blue Rose magazine, everybody who does that 25 years later, you guys, you know, having JC on, all these people, uh, Maya's blog, Everybody, I visit these sites or read these magazines or read um, these blog posts, and um, it makes me think about my past and different things. And I love it. I, I love that stuff. So that's my inspiration for Twin Peaks, and also Dear Mineral Radio, Diane, of course. You to list
2: everybody. No,
1: d- and Sparkwood and Twenty One. Those are the and Red Room podcast. I gotta give it up to Red Room. I listen to them. Regularly, because they're always putting a show out, but it's not just Twin Peaks. It's not just Twin Peaks. Non-Twin Peaks uh, inspiration. It's weird. I've been listening to uh, Tell 'em Steve Dave, which is a spinoff of Kevin Smith's. It's his buddies at the uh, the Secret Stash in New Jersey. I've been listening to their podcast since the beginning. And uh, Walt Flanagan always has these crazy ideas about game shows and all this crazy stuff. And that would inspire me when I was doing my, when, uh, my other podcast to come up with crazy stuff. Um, and now with this show, Editing, when I listen to their show or some other podcasts show and I hear the different things they're doing in editing, that inspires me to up the game when we do our best of shows When we did, when I had Scott Ryan on, we did the Letterman-esque show. Um, I think that would be the major show that inspires me to think outside the box when doing editing content wise. Uh, But I listen to a lot of podcasts and a lot of them are just talking, you know, just plain talking, but that's, Tell Them Steve Dave is the one that's always interesting. They do weird, interesting things. So that's content for me. But for support, not to sound cheesy, I would say it's Ben, because I think we continue well, you listen, going. You
2: listen to Twin Peaks Unwrapped and say, that Ben, he's no, something else. No, <laughs>
1: but your passion to go every oh, week, yeah. I think, has ignited the fire in both of us to continue. And, you know, we're both human, so some weeks, Ben or myself are not feeling up for it, but I think the other will get us out of that funk to continue. And yeah, we have missed a couple weeks here and there, but overall... I will push Ben or he will push me, he'll get me excited, and I'll get him excited. And I would say ultimately, I would say that would be it. Yeah. For me.
2: Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna answer your question, but since you talked about that, for me, Brian, you know, like, yeah, there definitely has been some times where I'm like, I'm getting burnt out. Like it's just like yeah. family and work and like how do I keep this going every week? Mm-hmm. And then Brian, you'll be like I'm gonna get you access to on the air episodes, and we're gonna do we're gonna cover on the air, and that kind of like gets me excited. It's like, yeah, we haven't talked about on the air yet, and so that's where Brian comes through, and like where I'm like, oh, I think I'm burnt out, I can't do this anymore, <laughs> and then you're like, well, we haven't covered this. It's like, yeah, we haven't, and stuff. So that that's cool, but I, I mean, so it's interesting for people that sometimes support me on Twitter without even maybe they knowing they support me in their own mm. ways. Like, I think that. Maya from uh, Twin Peaks blog and JC from uh, 25 years later site. When I see their stuff, like Maya's always even Maya's just posting something like happy birthday to somebody, but or a lot of times she seems very much to me like a cheerleader. Like she she's one of the first people a lot of times who will like one of our posts. Or, you know Definitely. It's really yeah. I, I always feel like I always feel like she's there and that means so much to me every day. And JC, it might not even be even related to me, but she'll be like, Hey Kyle, how you doing? <laughs> or yeah, she'll, or yeah. she'll like she'll be so you can I can feel her energy and excitement to with the community, and that really uplifts me. And it's like, yeah, and, like, and I'm always like, why why am I outspoken more? Why don't I go say hi to Kyle or something like that? But yeah. those people are, are people that every day make it exciting to be part of this community. A podcast that I love, I mean, I, I really am in an awe of Counter Esperanto. Like, man, they, these guys are smart, and they did their homework. And, like, I think it was – uh Carl it might not have access to some of his library stuff anymore. And I, and I think to myself, I got to get him access. Like I work at a college. Maybe I, I haven't contacted him. But it's like maybe I can find a way to get him access because this guy deserves to have, have access to like a library of stuff because yeah. he's so smart and he does the research. And so those people inspire me and they're just amazing. And I wish he could come out more regularly, but I love their work. And they
1: – It's amazing yeah. when it
2: does and um let's try it. what else did i miss so we said support and i guess i didn't say about non twin peaks people um i don't know I, i'm not sure about non. i'm so into the twin peaks i let, i enjoy mark frost for both not talking about twin peaks and talking about politics <laughs> i get a kick out of that on a regular basis yeah. same with harley payton <laughs> yes
0: yeah, so I, I love them both um i think uh um, in in a in a Twitter timeline, I love to see Mark Frost popping up because um, now since you know it's been a year um, almost to the day since the uh, since season three uh, wrapped. Um, you know, we see we you know there's less there's less Twin Peaks content on Mark Frost timeline. Yeah, it's all to me it's all fun um, and even though the topic is sometimes sobering, so.
2: Yeah. Um, the, the actor who plays um, Jacoby, Russ, Russ, Tamlin. Russ Tamlin, he's new on Twitter, and that kind of excites me again. That like mm, he's great. He, he's out there, and like every once in a while, he'll be like, "Got some questions? I'll answer them." And I'm like, "Whoa!" Like he, he's. To me, he's kind of like shaking up the community a little bit, and I know he's out there because he's got a memoir coming out. But I'm really excited. Like, here's somebody that was a Twin Peaks actor that we didn't never hear from, and all of a sudden he's in our our space, in our world, and that to me excites me. I'm just waiting for him to come out again and say hi or something.
0: Yeah, he'd, hopefully he'll
2: do you know a, a book tour and uh, yeah. uh, continue to interact with us and right. Um, Right. And I'm sure, just like 25 years later, site they're like, like, how can we get an interview with this guy? Like, we should be able to get an interview to talk about his book whenever that comes out. Yeah. And, uh,
0: hey, if someone's gonna make it happen, it's
2: Andrew. Okay. Yeah. My gosh, I was I talked to Andrew, and it's like, how do you get all these interviews? Like, he's good.
1: He, he's good. He's inspiration.
2: No, I was gonna say I agree with you. Andrew is such inspiration. I when we're talking about inspiration. It's definitely Andrew and Scott Ryan. Both of them are like so hard at working, and they I'm impressed with how they go and get uh, these interviews and they and the time and research they put into these interviews, its it really is inspiring.
1: Mm-hmm. Totally agree.
0: And um, just a little bit of behind the scenes, Andrew is so supportive of the other folks on the team who want to branch out and try some different things like interviewing. Um, and I've gotten a chance to do that and with not just his support, like go get them, but you know here's here's a method that that you know i use and um here's somebody else who's on the team who can help with that and it's been it's been really really good so i think what we're seeing through the answers to these questions is even though it seems that we're we're sort of a closed community it's the most open community of all and it's
2: all about something that we're so passionate
1: about totally agree on that one yeah
2: and yeah, and one more thing about, this, you know, connected to Andrew, but also connected to 25, 25 Years Later site that, like, that you guys inspire me too. Like, it was that recently with, uh, their, Dwayne uh, Dwayne Dunham! Dwayne Dunham! Wow, to get that interview with him, that's, and so, and that's so cool. And like, I can't keep up with all the stuff you guys put out every day. It's insane. But I, but when I see that, I just step back. It's like, wow, what a, what a, what a great interview. It's so cool that he got that, and it, it that makes, that makes me want to go another week with this show and say, well, maybe we can get him, or we can get somebody like him, or we can, we can do our own thing.
1: Yeah, we're, you know, you think about it, the Twin Peaks community. We're all doing our own thing, but we're not competition with each other. We, we you look at someone else what they're doing, you're like, man, I want to do something like that right And they're probably doing the same with us. and I think that's healthy. yeah, you know I think that's great. We push each other right. We don't even know it, but we're pushing each other to be better at what we're doing.
2: Yeah. and we say we're partners with 25 years later say, but it's almost like we're partners with everybody too in some mm-hmm. ways. I mean, we really do we are like a family in our own way.
0: yeah. One of the other things I was going to add, too, is that when you get to meet the people behind the Twitter handles or the um, Instagram handles or the podcasts, um, it is truly when you see the family come out, um, mm-hmm. it's it's something to behold. And, um, you know, the the three of us have had a recent experience uh, for Festival of Disruption, and I can't tell you how how nice it was to to see and talk to people and. You know, just have a have a have a meal and yeah. a couple of sodas with people that just uh, share the share the passion, share the
2: love. I
1: agree, definitely. That's it's, the best part.
2: It's so true, and I think we say all the time, it's like you go to these festivals, these different events, thinking like, "Oh, I want to go see the stars." And ha- and most of the time, I I leave thinking, "Boy, you know what? The, the best time was hanging out with friends, always and talking about Twitter Peaks." And that was like that's it. Wasn't like meeting Krista. I mean, I love Krista Bell; she's wonderful. But it was like you think about. It was great meeting her but it was really these how powerful it was just to hang out with friends and and, and just have a good time together. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Which Twin Peaks theories stir your imagination most? Ooh. I can
2: start with that. Yeah, you can. Do that. And it's so funny. I, ha- I haven't been able to. I haven't been able to do a show on it. But I really think about like sex ritual. <laughs> you really are I, stuck I, on I, that. I'm, one. I'm s- obsessed with this ri- this one where it, I know it's <laughs> a weird one to be stuck on. <laughs> and I've been thinking about it even more. <laughs> <laughs> What's going I, I'm, on? I'm going to share this because I don't think I'll ever get it out there. But, but like, right. but it's interesting that like. Cooper came into this world in season three, at, into Dougie's world, yeah. right after Dougie had sex with Jade.
1: Yeah. So to me, true. like,
2: there was a sex thing, and then there's a sex thing while the box, the glass box, and then mm-hmm. we have uh, Diane and Cooper together, and they're having sex. And then it's the, this, the, um, what? Which Frost? Mark Frost book. I'm trying to think which one it would have been. The Hi- secret history of Twin Peaks. Yeah. That yeah. Yeah. And they talk about the whole idea of ri- the sex ritual thing, and they they would go out into the desert and and basically when we had Mark Frost on, he said I was onto something that I was close yes. to this, and so I think a lot about that. There's, yeah, there's some kind of rituals in the desert, and maybe it opens up a a, a a dimension that lets these evil creatures out, or maybe it lets Cooper into the world or something. I don't know. So that's, I'm constantly that's obsessed one. with it, and I, and then we have, um, I can't think of the name, but there's the, there's the author there that he had to do something to do with, with rituals. I can't think of his name right now, but he's in the, he's in the secret history. Of oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But I, at some point, I want—I got to put it down on paper or something. But that's what I—I I constantly thinking about the sex ritual.
1: <laughs> well, things we learned about Ben today.
2: <laughs> I don't know. There's something there. There is something, something, something there. There's there's
1: something there. there. You're right. I I'm only picking uh, on you.
2: You mind
0: if I put that as sort of like a little quote before the uh, before sure. the
2: um, <laughs> <laughs> say say I've been thinking a lot about sex ritual. I was thinking if I did a show, it would be like. Let's talk about sex No let's talk about what, sex, sex ritual But it's like What is it is Baby In frenzies
1: Let's talk about <laughs> sexual rituals Baby Yes <laughs> so Let's talk about you You ben. and me <laughs> No let's not. talk about Cooper and Audrey um, Yes Yes Alright Actually you can do clickbaity Pete You can do a clickbait You'd be like Ben ta- thinks about sex rituals <laughs> This and more Or you know <laughs> You'll never believe what Ben thinks about <laughs>
2: Wow. Yeah. I'll uh, click. You do yes. clickbait oh, this one. Oh, man. They open Twin it and it's just. Undressed. Twin Peaks undressed. <laughs> yeah, Twin <laughs> peaks undressed. At, yeah. Twin Peaks undressed. Twin Peaks after dark. After dark. <laughs> yeah. After
1: dark. Yes. Uh, how,
2: about, how about you, Brian?
1: Two theories that have always rattled in my brain around and around. Um, uh, John Thorne's uh, dream theory, which um, I, I still love. And I, that inspires me. Um, that theory a lot to just think about different aspects, not just dreams in general, and not just saying that firewalk with me could be a dream part of it, um, but dimensions. And I think that goes into my second theory that, like Ben, I gotta put it on paper. I gotta like, I gotta get a, a big wall, some string, and a lot of photographs. Yeah. And I gotta figure this out, and it's hard when we do a podcast to sit down and do something like this because you're always worried about your podcast. So one day, I'll get to this, just like Ben will get to the sex dream, the sex (laughs) thing. Um, But mine is, you know, in the beginning of season three, I was saying I really felt like they weren't on, they weren't on this dimension, they weren't on Earth, they weren't, we were in like this parallel universe, this parallel world of Cooper. The whole Dougie stuff, You know, he had to get out. And I kind of felt like, you know, that stuff wasn't really happening in a sense. It wasn't happening on Twin Peaks land. You know, as the series went on, that theory kind of fell apart for me. But now in retrospect, I'm thinking it could work with the parallel, these layers. It's a layer um, where where Cooper has to go. And, you know, it's Cooper's Odyssey, uh, the whole series there. So... I, I think it works and it connects with John Thorne's dream theory for me anyway and I'm still figuring it out and hopefully one day I'll be able to kind of do a show and lay it out there it, it's it's like I gotta re-watch three you know I'm re- I'm, I'm almost on two season two I gotta re-watch three and I really gotta well you know what we had talked about I just
2: love sharing this with our the audience but we had talked about when Season three had ended. We were gonna do uh, the um, the Fireman's Corner, and it was gonna be a weekly segment about these different theories. Yeah, it's yeah. a it's a lot, though. I mean, I give so much credit to you guys and like John Bernardi who can come up with all these theories, but I feel like it's one of those things I need to think long about. I need to write, and I don't think I could do it on a regular basis. But, I
1: know it's tough. You yeah. guys make it look easy, and we're sitting well, here. Well, much much kudos to
0: um, John Bernardi and. You know the rest of the team who take the time uh, and have the talent, which of course I do not have to to sift through you know all of the research and and think about the theories and present them in a coherent way yeah. whether it be on you know on on your podcast or um, through the site um, I enjoy them and I found though this is you know this a little side that for me personally I tend to to get the most out of discussions about theory is almost like sitting at a at a booth in the roadhouse, yeah. you know, talking uh-huh. over a beer about some of this rather than, you know, trying to rack my brain over it because it, it, it might, you know, kind of drive me a little bit crazy just because I think I would get really into it. Um, I really enjoy being able to, um, you know, pick one from over here and one from over here and... They're not mutually exclusive. They're, neither of them are wrong. Yeah. Um, no, it's 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 that is the beauty of what Mark Frost and David Lynch have created through this. Um, is that we we can do that and not have a fear of you know being judged on how we how we take a look at it. Does that make sense? Totally. 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 Does. I think that's
1: what's the great thing about yeah. this. Nobody's wrong. Nobody's right, and everybody's very respectful about um, what you think. Right. And totally. I think, and we add to each other. We, you know, well, you, you, like John's theory, add you know, makes me think and go in that direction. But other people, might go in a different direction. But at least his theory got you to think about it. Right. And other people's theory, I love it. I yeah. love it.
2: I just love it. Yeah. I'm also thinking about real quick about like, I'm still thinking about finding Laura. Like I'm almost haunted oh by God. the idea of finding Laura still, and I almost want to go back through the whole uh, season three with that idea that of finding Laura. Because at the very end of season three, you know, we have, uh, what's her name? Carrie Page. Carrie Page. Looking at the house, and we hear Sarah Palmer saying, Laura. And it's like, she what is what was that? That's from the pilot of Sarah Palmer going up the stairs yes. looking for yes. Laura. She's like, where is Laura? Where is Laura? And it's like, that's when I think she wakes up and she screams, but it's like I would lo- love to go back in that in that frame mind and saying okay we're 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 still looking for her we're still haunted you know 25 years later we're still haunted trying to find her yeah ah.
1: yeah
0: the layers I think we're gonna I think we're gonna continue to be haunted by by that um, no matter how long it it takes no, no matter what what happens in the world of Toon Peaks is that we still um, that that's a, that is a a truly haunting proposition to mm. think about yeah you know, what mm is there is there an uh, what actually happened um or is there you know there's just so much open endedness to it so yeah i agree so um i'm going to give you a um a a little uh, curveball here how about ranking the podcast grind from easiest to hardest okay so um this is not a philosophical conundrum this is just rank it from easiest to hardest ready okay. booking guests putting out a weekly podcast for several years or waiting twenty five plus years for Twin Peaks to return, which which is the easiest and which
2: is the hardest? A booking guests, uh, waiting twenty five years, and what was the middle one?
0: Putting out a weekly podcast for several years.
1: That's the hardest.
2: It's got to be the hardest one, right? That's that putting the out hardest. a weekly one. I mean, like we're
1: doing it even if we don't have a guest. Yes, so that's hard.
2: That's hard. That that's, that's got to be the hard. I H- agree. With Coming up the with
1: content, figuring out what we're gonna do, right.
2: That, that is downright the hardest thing, That's right? Especially because we've got, I mean. What <laughs> I else mean, can we, we do? We, we, we've done, uh, yeah, there's, it was 30 episodes or so from the original series, there's the film, and then there's this 18 episodes. And so we've gone way past <laughs> all of that and we're still going. So that is sometimes, and I think even right now it's hard because like sometimes we get ahead and we can bank some shows, but now we're like just put them out week by week and we, yeah, it's a lot.
1: Yeah. I would say so that was time.
2: hardest, yeah. and then we have booking guests and
1: waiting. I would wait. say booking guests would be second hard, the second, and the uh, waiting is the easiest part. Well, I you think- didn't wait 25 years, right? I know. So that's it's, what- it, it's strange. It's a, that's a strange question because I did wait 25
2: years, but there's days where you, like, life went on. And I didn't think about it. And, like, I would tell my yeah. friends, it's coming back someday. It's coming back. And everybody would say, no way. It's not. And I remember a friend finally said, boy, you were right. It came back. But it wasn't like every day I'm thinking, well, isn't it here? It wasn't like me and, like, is Cooper coming back in this episode? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was kind of like life went on. So I do think only because if somebody said it will come back someday and I had to wait 25 years, then I think I'd be more frustrated. But I kind of wasn't sure and I, life went on. So I guess that's easiest. Who's your favorite, uh, all time favorite uh, Twin Peaks Unwrapped guest and why? For me, Sharon Fenn is probably one of my favorites because I guess when I was a kid, I had a crush on her and she is special. And I just, I love her attitude. She's somebody who will say anything, you know, she will just speak her mind. And I love that. And, and she I... did. I though. <laughs> you know, I mean, that, yeah. So I think that yeah. and if I can get a second favorite, it definitely would be Mark Frost because they'd be able to talk with the co creator of Twin Peaks. And he he was pretty open with us, and I thought that was really special. I think, I can't remember which one was more nervous. I might have been more nervous for Mark Frost. I don't know, they both were pretty, uh, it was pretty uh, nerve wracking.
1: I would say Mark Frost was definitely the biggest, one of the biggest skits. And one of my favorites as well. My second favorite is Sabrina Sutherland because she was on our show twice. Yeah. She's super nice.
2: And she's got the information, she's got the goods. I know. She knows stuff.
1: She knows stuff. Last week, we had uh, Jennifer Lynch on, and I would say that was my, one of my Mm. all-time favorites. Yeah. Mm. Hands down. I was super excited for that one, and I was very nervous, and what a nice individual, and... Just it was just uh, the perfect interview yeah. for me. I, I don't know what and it you, was. You have
2: background with uh, like, the, is it The Walking Dead or the, uh, the?
1: She's directed a lot of shows I've yeah. watched, and it Dude, was really cool awesome. to talk to her. Yeah. So there you go, Pete. Now you know.
2: Now you know. <laughs> now you know. So yeah, yeah. And I, that's three years in the making. We, I, yeah. I've been, you know, trying to get her on the show for yeah. three years. So yeah. that was like a long time coming. So that, that would definitely be high up on my list too as a, a real fan favorite.
0: What are your plans for the next twenty five years? Like, what are you guys gonna be doing over the next twenty five years?
2: Well, well, we we are planning when we turn fifty to do a Lost podcast.
1: Twin Peaks Unwrapped is gonna go. Is gonna go. It's gonna be
2: unwrapped. It's gonna be unwrapped. The Lost Edition. Yes. Unwrapped Legion Edition. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I would. I see. I really want to go back to Lost, big time. We um, have to go back. I, we have to go back. We have to go back, Kate. We have to go back!
2: Unwrapped. Pete, have you seen Lost? I have not. Okay, then do that, uh, we have to go back thing doesn't mean anything (laughs) to (laughs) you.
1: Dharma unwrapped.
2: Dharma
0: unwrapped. It makes me excited, it makes me excited, so...
2: It's yeah. a good show. If you had
1: some time, some. When we hit 50, I think what, Well, I think in 25 years, I think I don't know what we're going to do, but I say. I, I don't think say, we'll
2: be doing Twin Peaks Unwrapped.
1: Yeah, I think at one point we're going to. We'll slowly stop Twin Peaks Unwrapped. If I
2: can get you three more years just to get to the, finish off the, uh, the uh, community rewatch. Yeah, the community yeah, rewatch, yeah, just, it's going to probably take about three years. So I need three more years of you, Brian. All right. <laughs> three more so, years.
1: So, you know one thing we've we've started doing is not beating ourselves up if we miss a week um we've we've come to terms that sometimes a show may not happen and that's okay and I think our audience understands that so once in a great while we might miss a week yeah but I I, I kind of see Twin Peaks unwrap Slowly, just sputtering, just kind of like, oh, sputtering? here's a, sh- no, like, here's a we're, show. We're going out of a bag. You, you know what I'm saying. Like, here's we're, a show. ending the show with David Litch. Our at, David it, Litch interview. Yeah, it's going to be musical. <laughs> um, and that sputtering in that sense, sputtering like, you know, more, less, not every week, but more sporadic. And then if we decide to do the last thing at 50, we'll be back with a whole new show. Yep. Under the same the unwrapped The, unwrapped. the unra- yeah lost unwrapped dharma yeah. unwrapped dharma
2: unwrapped That would right. be kind of cool dharma has to do with a lost yeah. uh, community yeah.
1: or something yeah if we so we'll be 50 year olds then we're opening lost cards well david lindlof I'm on.
2: older than you right so we won't be we 50 both six. have to be
1: 50 right, right. do we no I know. that i think you have to hit 50 first <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> we haven't figured that part out semantics i don't know i just keep hoping they make new seasons opening your lost cards
0: but you'll need like um you know you'll need some special things to open them because your your fingers will be all all arthritic yes yes yeah yeah um hey you know i'm 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 way ahead of you guys in age so uh yeah i'm feeling it already when we were opening our cards tonight i felt like uh you know it was it was a struggle but
2: um, anyway um, so did you actually, guys plan should... that did you guys plan to open your cards on the same night that we did was that part of a a well, thing it, it just it coincides... wasn't, it wasn't it wasn't part of a special ritual but <laughs> it was like <laughs> oh wow twin peaks unwrapped is opening them let's all open it <laughs> that's what bent opening to hear just say I, yeah, it. you just say that'll it's... make my day <laughs>
0: No, no. I, I just didn't want you to think it was some sort one of your one of your rituals that you're. Oh you're, no, it's not a sex
2: ritual. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh no, we're
1: all unwrapping
0: our
2: packages
1: now, now on the same night. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. No, yeah. It's It inspired us because we we bought the pack. I went to a local comic book store and bought the packages on the day they came out. That's cool. The guy was really cool uh, uh and and said, "Oh, oh here, I'll and." You know, he, he gave me a discount on the Laura Palmer card. You know, the one that says, in loving memory.
2: Oh! oh I didn't, wow. we, didn't even get, we didn't even get that card. We're supposed to get it with our boxes.
0: I got nothing. Uh, wrong. A, he said it was a case topper, so anybody who bought a case... Oh, I didn't get a case. Good for you.
2: going
0: to get it. So he sold it to me. It was marked 15. He sold it to me for 10. Nice. This was fine. Wow, that's you know, great. But, but, I mean, it was probably... I don't know what it's worth, but um, I guess the... Uh, the the thing was, is that we were, you know, between being busy and afraid we didn't open the boxes at all. And then when we saw that you were doing the unboxing tonight, Aww. I said, oh, let's go ahead and do that. So while you guys were about halfway through the first box, we pulled the box at, one of our two boxes out and started opening them. And so so we had a good time. and And you know how. Um, we've, we've been fans since the beginning and we have our star picks cards. So we, um, we, we, we had a, we had a good time opening them up and, and we were pleased. Uh, I don't know when we'll open the second box though. Maybe that'll just stay closed for a while.
1: Cool. Uh, it's like Christmas. Yeah. I, I, I'm, <laughs> I like want to imagine everybody who knew we were doing this tonight, just yeah. like, you know, let's open our back, our boxes tonight. <laughs> we all had a shared experience, nice. which is awesome. That was great.
0: Um, So actually, I should probably have rephrased that last question. Instead of what are your plans for the next 25 years, what are your thoughts on the possibility of Twin Peaks continuing? I
2: really feel like it's going to continue. I really, really do. I, I... Part of it is like I'm so amazed that like the cast, some of the cast has gone to Australia and they're doing. They're still seem to be active at these Comic Cons and they did. And maybe it's just that's what you do. But to me, it seems like there's still there's still energy. There's still something in the air that tells me this isn't over. I don't know. It doesn't feel. And then Lynch kind of hints at like, oh, you know, I still think about Laura and things like that. And I keep thinking it's it doesn't feel over to me. So mm-hmm. I feel like there's a good chance. Here's the honest truth. I think there's a good chance for one more season. That's it. One more. Or a movie, but I feel like there's a good chance they do one more season and that's it and it's over and stuff.
1: I'm, I'll am i go opposite. I don't want to get my hopes up. So for me, I love the ending. Um, I love season three a lot. Um, and I personally would say I could feel a movie coming out of David Lynch. Definitely a movie. Uh, maybe with or without Mark Frost. Um, I don't know. Maybe he would go Uh, Sort of like Fire Walk With Me and just do something on his own. Um, But I would hope Mark Frost would be part of it. But I feel like Lynch needs to live life right now. He needs to do his own thing. He needs to do his art. He needs to do maybe a Netflix movie or series. He needs to do other things to get that juice flowing again. Um, And I think he might come back for one more round of Twin Peaks. Personally, I think maybe more of a movie. Mm. Um, But... I don't think we'll we'll have to wait as long. If he's doing other things, it's Lynch. It could be a little bit long, so I, I think we both feel like there is that Twin Peaks energy still in the air, and it's possible. There's still music
2: in the air. It's there's still, still something out there. Yeah. I just I don't feel like it, it's ready to be done. I don't yeah. know. What do you
0: think, Pete? I think there's a good possibility. There are too many for uh, hints for me that uh, match up with a lot of what was done before the um, season three was announced. Um, I think some people have pointed out on social media, probably on Twitter, that, um, you know, David Lynch was was really into painting and art installations at, at, at different, you know, venues around the world um, during the run-up to um, the announcement, which if you look back, they were already working on it well before the announcement. Oh yeah. So for him to say, well, I'm just painting, you know, doesn't necessarily mean he can't do more than one thing. And um I, I believe that there's, you know, clearly an un an untold story or two. I'm not sure that a movie would work, only in the fact that, you know, you'd probably be limited to like two to three hours and there I I think more like a like a six Six-part miniseries might be what what could be done. Hmm. Um, you know, it. I guess uh, You know, it really depends on him and Mark Frost. Um, it really depends. I mean, you know, the actors are all game for it. I think one thing that I would look forward to 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 see is, you know, the fact that there hasn't been a big auction of Twin Peaks items from the from the sets from season three. Yeah, there hasn't been. You know, you haven't seen those things kind of hit the hit ebay or seen an auction announced and until that happens i think they're 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 kind of in a in a suspended animation until something gives and and i think something will give the thing that i like about twin peaks forget about actually new twin peaks i think there's just so many things that can be released based on the old twin peaks i mean we get it
1: did you get the calendar oh i haven't ordered it yet no what? So
2: it was, was it, it for Christmas? You know, Brian for got reality. me uh, a Etsy. Uh, no, there's a. Uh, I know there's a legit. Uh, yeah, I know yeah. there's one like a Showtime one. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, You did get me an Etsy one. Was it Christmas? Yeah, yeah. That was yeah, really yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, there are <laughs> there's so many items, and and Showtime. I mean, they can keep on putting out items. Oh I mean, God, yeah. Where are, where are more of our uh, pop figures? There's. Oh. I thought they were supposed to come out with a second set of pop figures. There. I, I hope don't know. So. They were supposed to. Yeah. I, I want more items. <laughs>
0: Well, you know, and I think there's also, you know, everything from the pop items to there was clothing. There was, mm. um, you know, uh, I I don't know if you ever saw that picture that I took of myself. I have like a Twin Peaks uh, ugly Christmas sweater. Yeah. Uh, oh, nice! That's awesome. Yeah. So, so I mean, those things are out there. Realistically, though, it's a it's a relatively small uh, fan base, and. Um, you know, but I think it's it's a passionate one, and we'd be we we're, we're definitely fortunate to get what we've gotten so far, True. especially the after the 25 year wait. And uh, I think it'd be good to, to to see something, you know, come out later. But I won't be heartbroken mm-hmm. if it doesn't happen. Yeah, totally cool. agree. All right, well, um, that is the list of questions that I had for you guys. Um, So I think, um, and that probably needs to be edited because I didn't really want to end that way. But uh, how about this? Um, Are are there any other um, things that you can share that you're working on that might um, inspire the listeners of your podcast as well as the readers of
1: our site? Well, we are currently, we started and we're going to continue on the air.
2: On the air. I think we're, we have seven episodes. We've done the We've pilot, done the pilot. The first one. Yep.
1: And it's interesting. We've gotten some interesting uh, f- uh, listener feedback from that one. And some people are, they're, it's not their favorite thing, but they're saying it needs to be done. And I, pers- on a personal level, feel even though David Lynch's least, most popular things is still worth talking about. Definitely. Yeah.
2: Yeah. We are going to get back into Community Rewatch. We haven't mm-hmm. done that in a while. I, I, it's really, I've been just dragging my feet a little bit. But I, at some point, i got to get, I mean, the, the, and Pete, you're always a part of that, which I love that you're, you've been involved and you've played, like, Cher <laughs> Truman there. I think that's so awesome that, 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 what you've contributed. And I, it's really just been me. I haven't really sat down, looked over these scripts and say, okay, what are the nuggets that we want to use and then send them out to people to, be a part of it. So I, I want to get back into that. It's just,
1: yeah. I don't know what it it's is. a lot I mean, of work for it's Ben. A, it's a lot of work. Yeah.
2: It's a lot of work for everybody, but yeah, it's just one of those things where I haven't been in the right, maybe mind space to like do it, but mm. I really want to get back into that because we can't end this show until we've gone through
1: <laughs> all the community. Rewatch. Oh my God. <laughs> and you know, we're getting ready, you know, for our big uh, best of episode, yeah,
2: but see, well, here's the thing: is we, it's not even sep- it's just barely it's, September right now. But I've
1: already been thinking, but about
2: but we're already thinking about December, and like we do get we do get to this point when we get closer to the holidays that we start really planning our shows and getting them all all ready. And so I know you're already It's 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 September and you're thinking already about the, the holidays, Christmas holidays. Yeah,
1: you know, and getting ready for the best of show is my favorite thing. And uh, the last two years we've had. Scott Ryan host it and he'll be hosting it again he and has, has
2: he agreed to this We're yes tie he up? loves doing it he loves it
1: but I'm not going to spoil anymore it's going to be a surprise do I even know anything about this you do All we right, talked yeah, about yeah, it yeah. briefly I've told you my idea this is the time we start figuring out who's going to be on that show and uh, hammering out the details and then that's the, my big project and you got community rewatch and we got on the air
2: we've got our live shows and a lot of times yeah. uh, JC from 25 years later site is part of that yeah and uh, yeah, she's she's trying to bring some ideas. I think she said she wanted to do something for uh, October. I don't, we'll have to ask her more horror about that. Films. horror horror films. But yeah. that's I think that's all she said to us is horror films. D- is she relating that to David Lynch horror films or uh, maybe we don't I know? Don't know. It's I don't, she, be that's all she said horror films. So somehow that's going to be related to our live show in I think October. October.
1: Yeah. So stay tuned to that
0: for that. Fantastic. Well, you know, on behalf of the entire Twenty Five Years Later site crew uh i want to say thanks for participating in this pod people podcast publication simul pod simul print um (laughs) event and uh we um we always enjoy um teaming up in any ways that we can to keep supporting this community so thank you guys
2: thank you pete thank you for thinking of us it's really nice of you to reach out and uh and, and and ask us to be a part of this. And we love working with the 25 Years Later site, and uh, and we really like working with you. And you're a great friend, and uh, thank you so much.
1: Yes. Okay, thank you, guys. Thank you, Pete, from 25 Years Later for being on the show and interviewing us. And us, it's kind of nice to have someone... Ask us questions. It's kind of cool. Um, And if you have a question or thought or theory, give us an email at TwinPeaksUnwrapped at gmail.com. You can like us. You can follow us at the old Facebook or Twitter, TwinPeaksUnwrapped. And give us that five-star review. Subscribe to us on iTunes or on Google Play. And heck, if if you got the Spotify going, we're on Spotify as well. Check us out, TwinPeaksUnwrapped.com for all your Twin Peaks needs.
2: And we'll see you next week.